Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Over 57,000 students received their first round CAO offers yesterday. Career guidance expert Seamus Whitney from Whitney Career Guidance joins me in studio. Good morning to Seamus. Morning, Alan. I'll just get you a little bit closer to that microphone, Seamus. There you go. Now, Seamus, first off, um, for the benefit of people who don't even know what a CAO offer is or what CAO is, I would like to find out more about it. Can you explain to us what is CAO? Well, it simply stands for the Central Applications Office. It's actually based in Galway. And it's really the processing centre then for all applications around the country. So um, once they're cleared this year's offers, now they'll get busy processing, you know, six years, et cetera, et cetera, for next year. All computerised, all online, no paper forms anymore. Right. So that's exactly what it is. So um, the CAO offer then, it, the first offers came out yesterday. What does this mean? Well, students get uh, um, can get two offers. They can get their level eight honours degree offer and they can also get an offer from their level seven and their level sixes. Um, if you've got your level eight offer, congratulations. Away you go. You have until next Wednesday to accept it. Um, if you don't get a level eight, uh, you may also you may get a level seven or six offer, and you know strongly consider those because they can ultimately bring you to where you want to go. Right now, I, let's let's look at level six, seven, and eight. Then, so level six is what, Seamus? It's it's called a higher certificate. It used to be a national certificate, so it's a two-year course, and you can get what's called an exit award and leave with that. So you could have a higher certificate in business and go looking for work. Most students would go on to do their level seven. This used to be a national diploma. Now it's uh, an ordinary degree. And once again, that gives you progression opportunities to finish out your full level eight honours degree and be a graduate and be a college graduate. Right. Um, the round one offers yeah. came out yesterday. So can you explain what happens there? And by the way, if anyone has any questions, Catherine's taking the calls on 53 914 This is a golden opportunity. The man here in studio with me has the answers. He's dealing with this 24-7 almost. So... Don't waste the opportunity. Get those questions in. We don't have to call out your name, but I can guess, ask the question uh, to Seamus. So, Seamus, the round one offers came out yesterday. What happened and what happens? Well, overall, there was a, re- a welcome reduction, a small reduction in points. I was expecting a bit more, but what happened was in order to keep the results in line with last year's inflated points, the Department of Education decided actually to adjust students' grades upwards. So... Uh, students got on average a 50% grade up, up, uh, upgrade and um, this has artificially kept the points that a little bit higher. But I think the desired effect overall was good in that we had this reduction in random selection which caused a lot of grief last year and um, there has been a welcome reduction in the popular areas such as primary teaching and also nursing. They'd be very popular areas for... That's an interesting one. So points-wise for primary teaching, what has happened? Well, you know, once again, they were up in in the 520s. Like when I started this work, they used to be in the 420s. But say high 400s would have been normal. They're not quite back in the high 400s, but they're around the even 500 now. Uh, Nursing, as another example, had risen to on average or at lowest maybe 450 points, quite high. But uh, Waterford IT, for example, this year, their points uh, dropped by 25, back to 425. So there's a lot of happy people out there who've got uh, offers that maybe didn't expect them. So the round one offers are out. You've explained what happens there. The round two offers, when do they happen and what happens? 
So really, um, all of the places that are unfilled next Wednesday, you have until next Wednesday to accept your round one offer. Um, any unfilled places, they're sent back to the CEO. And what happens there is the points requirements for those are uh, dropped a little. They're offered out to the next in line, the next qualifying applications. Now, what's very important here is if you have accepted your first round offer yeah. and you're close to an offer, maybe that a course that you didn't get just above it, uh, you can still qualify for an improved second round offer. So um, that's what happens. So, But you need to be pretty close, Alan. You need to be within a couple of points, really, to get that second round offer. So it doesn't matter whether you've accepted first round or not. If you right. qualify, it will be offered. Okay. Uh, how do they decide who to offer the places to, Seamus? <clears throat> because I'd heard that there could have been a bit of a, a rota, not so much a rota, but a... How would you describe it? Where they just pop them all into a hat in certain courses? What yeah, was this? that's the yeah. famous... Random. A lottery, a lottery, that's the word I was a thinking A lottery. That's, that's the random selection. Now, it only affects a very small number of... Courses. Courses. Which ones? The high point ones in the big universities. Right. So, uh, how it works out, and if there was 50 places on a course, uh, let's say the first 45 places are offered to the people with the highest points, the five places left. Let's say they've got 10 applicants now on the same points. Yeah. So what they do is they have to put those 10 names into a hat and draw out five. So five people would be affected. But, you know, thankfully it has been uh, reduced this year by about half. That's good. Yeah, it is. It's, You're it's, a positive, more positive Seamus than when I spoke to. Uh, <clears throat> I think you see some positivity this year, do you? Yeah, I think year on year it, is, it has uh, taken its time, you know, to for the system to adjust, and it, it's it's still out there. Yeah. Um, for example, um, I mentioned this to you earlier. Next year, there, um, or this year, we've people going into fifth year. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to a parent yesterday, and it was a very interesting uh, insight onto them. She said, this year's fifth years. Uh, back in 2020, first year of COVID, no juniors are at exam, a very little school. Last year, they took the year out in 21 to do the uh, transition year. Yeah. They got no work experience, had practically nothing. Right. Now they're in fifth year, and they're starting this journey and it's just a huge culture shock for them. Fifth year. Right. Yeah, right. back into school now and having to study and homework and all that goes with that. She said they're just not prepared for it at all. So it's going to take a while for this to... And what would you recommend out. to help people acclimatise this? Because I've, I've actually had that said to me by a parent, what you've just said to me here. So I'm glad you raised that issue. So how do you think they can adjust and acclimatise to the change? Just recognise it, I suppose, and then recognise any maybe associated stress with it, but support the student as best you can. Like on every level, make sure they're just getting enough sleep, they're getting enough exercise and give them the best nutrition you can. Let's get on to the other I mean this is the basics and again I'm asking people if you have a question you'd like me to put to Seamus don't miss the opportunity 53 914 give Catherine a call or text us on 087-3737956 So how do you actually go about accepting or rejecting an offer and um, I I put two parts to this, what happens if you've got two or three offers? Yeah well um, accepting your offer is really easy You, you know if you get your offer to your level 8 or your level 7 you just accept that online. It's as simple as bouncing back an email. And then the college will also give you confirmation that you've received the offer. Mm. If you've got two offers, you don't have to reject anything. You just accept the offer that you want. And right. the other one is automatically lapsed. So the minute you key in that you're taking a, an offer, it, it knocks out the other one or the two. The other one. Is, and it also knocks out every offer below that. So you can't get anything below the offer that you've been accepted. Right. 
Here's the first question for you, Seamus. Unfortunately, my daughter was hoping to get into an auctioneering course, but the course went up by 110 points. Yeah, I'm not aware of that. I did see a rise in about 40 points for courses in TUD, which is the main one in, in the country. So, yeah. look at... You're that's on a that's quite a rise, isn't it? 110 points. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't seen that myself, but definitely there was a rise. Yeah. Um, but all is not lost. Uh, check this out. Uh, apprenticeship and auctioneering. Earn while you learn. So she can still apply for a two-year course in maybe still Oregon College Further Education. Yeah. And she can actually be paid while she's training to be an auctioneer. Right. While attending college for one day a week. No, there you are. That's some positive news, isn't it? If, yeah. they, if, if she has her heart set on doing auctioneering. Definitely, that's there for her. So there are many alternatives then, Seamus. Don't always... Because I know there could be students devastated that they didn't get their first choice or didn't get the university of choice. And you, you're, you, you've got some really good, worldly-wise advice to give there, haven't you? There's always uh, opportunities so you can defer. And, you know, if you defer a place that maybe you're not happy about or not sure about, you're not stuck with it. You can make a fresh application after Christmas and get a whole range of new offers. You can still apply for lots and lots of PLC courses around the locality. Yeah, uh, A lot of those have good links on to further uh, courses like auctioneering, for example. You know, so... Yeah. Um, uh, and then there's obviously take the year out, work. You know, we spoke about work ethic earlier there. It's always great to see a person in work, the confidence that they get from that. And then next year, they're probably much more ready. 53 Any questions? Seamus is with me for the next uh, five or six minutes or so. Uh, I want to look at something now that you particularly would like to raise as well. Uh, and the, the question is, how can we incentivize people to stay within their own area or close to their own area? So, um, and you'd like in particular to look at the new technological universities. Yeah, so, um, you know, that has been a positive uh, development this year. So if you Google Waterford or Carlo here in this region, for example, now it doesn't show anymore as a separate entity. What you see now is the Southeast Technological University. So it has the word university now in its title, which is going to help with recognition for your degree. Um, while courses have been affected in universities, particularly in Dublin, they haven't been in technological universities. In some cases, they're, they're falling. Actually, just on that, I've never seen it before, but... Um, Ag Science in Waterford this year is actually Ag Science than, or higher than Ag Science in UCD. I've never seen that before. Like UCD is the home of Ag Science. It's 400 points this year. Yeah. Waterford has risen to 410. So we're doing a lot of things well down here. Hmm. And consider uh, looking at Southeast Technological University or indeed any of the others like Munster, Atlantic Technological Universities. Yeah. Um, 12 big IT colleges now have been amalgamated into five new entities. And they're offering a whole range of courses at excellent points. Um, so far away, fields aren't often greener. Is that what you're saying to me there? Well, we've all heard about this crisis in accommodation and the money that people are paying for Dublin and why you have to ask yourself, why are people wanting to go to Dublin? Why are they wanting to go to, you know, Cork and Limerick when the same degrees are available? You know, we need to be doing more to develop our own And what do you put it down to, Seamus? I think if you look at... Um, the country at the minute we have these hubs around the country so we've Galway Limerick Cork they're serviced by um, big universities and also the technological universities hmm. down here in the southeast you know you've heard it so many times before we always seem to be neglected we just have our IT hub so maybe it's not attractive 
So people need to know that there's fantastic colleges there, there's fantastic campuses, yeah. there's cheaper accommodation that's more available, there's great sporting facilities. And, you know, everybody in the southeast needs to be doing a bit to up the ante, so to speak, yeah. here and attract students. And we need our own campus. I know what we have. We have a hard-working team currently in the in the current campus, but a new campus is paramount, isn't we it? We do, and we need a... Yeah, we need a... I think we need a super campus in the southeast uh, on, on university footing that will be... You know, we should... Students should be able to say, why would I go anywhere else? Look what I have available here locally. Another question for you, Seamus. Would you like... Could you ask Seamus, if you accept your first offer, are you offered a second round offer? If you didn't take the offers, would you get a second offer in round two? Uh, you can do if you qualify. If you don't take your first round offer, you can do, but you'll never get a lower offer. It always will be above the offer that you've been made. So if you get offered number four on your CEO yeah. list, uh, everything below that is cancelled, deleted, and you can't get it back. So good to talk to you, Seamus. My final question revolves around available places. So in other words, this, these are courses that you get through available places. These are places that aren't filled on certain courses. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, so, you know, traditionally uh, colleges, say, um, that maybe are not deemed as fashionable, um, they would offer courses to students, maybe a new course or whatever. There isn't a great take-up on it. So those uh, courses are offered. So regardless of whether you've applied for them now or in the CEO or not, if you haven't applied for these and you're without a place, go onto the CEO website, key in vacant places, and see what's available. But I will offer one word of caution. You will see a lot of vacant places available for colleges like Dublin Business School and Griffith College, Dublin and Limerick. The reason for that, they're private fee-paying colleges. Okay. So the fees are higher and you won't get a grant. Seamus, thank you for joining me. Your website, I think it's only fair that we give you a chance to mention that. Where is your website if people want to contact you? It's Whitney Career Guidance. www.whitneycareerguidance.com Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.